with Aliento and we're here on a third podcast. Jose Patiño is getting his chicken teriyaki, so he won't be here. Bye. So, but today I have two amazing guest speakers. It's going to be all about female power today. So we have Blanca and Laura joining us today in our third podcast. And we're going to be talking about finding our voices. So Blanca, tell us a little bit about who you are, what motivates you, what inspires you. Um, well, I'm, I'm a DACA recipient, but I'm also a mom and I'm a student. I am currently working in my, um, I'm going to start working on my master's degree, which um, has been really hard to get to with everything going around with, um, with DACA and my undocumented status. But I feel like what really motivated me to really get there is my family, first of all. And then um, it's a little side story about me. Um, when I was like in third grade, I had a, I don't know if anybody knows about AR testing, where you have to prove, um, well, you have to test on your books and depending on what grade you get, you keep moving up in your grades, in your level. And um, I remember I really wanted to read this amazing book that I love, Harry Potter. And um, I remember one of my teachers telling me, like, no, you cannot read it because it's way above your reading level. And that really upset me. So I just told her, I'm just going to get it, and I'm not going to test on it. So I got it, I read it, and I went against her, and I tested on it, and I got, like, 100%. So, like, that right there, like, told me I can do it. Look at you, little rebel. (laughs) And ever since then, I would, like, make my dad drive me to the library, get all the new books, and, like, that showed me that I could do it so that I could really overcome everything. So that explains your painting. Blanca was at one of our arts and healing workshops, and she pretty much painted this beautiful, like, Harry Potter painting. So that's all (laughs) awesome that that has been one of your motivations. And look at you now, getting your master's at ASU. Yes, I'll be getting my master's in social work, which kind of explains, it really all fits in because I love helping people and especially all of our, um, like, children, all of those who are really oppressed. And, um, oh my goodness, how would I say this? All those that really don't have a word or who can't really help themselves. That has always been my main, um, that has always been my main motivation to really help those people. And it's really my, my, my dream. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about you, Blanca. What about you, Laura? Can you please tell the people who are listening to us, who are you, what motivates you, inspires you? DACA recipient also, and I'm also a mother, and I'm uh, 31 years old, and I'm barely working in my bachelor's degree, and it's for the same reason of that undocumented status, and, um, but I always thought that I will never give up, even if time passes, so I always said, even if I get it, uh, when I'm like 50, I'm going to get it, so I'm almost there. So um, see, all of you who are listening to us, age doesn't matter, you can still pursue your dreams. Yep, and... Um, that's what I'm doing right now, and I have two girls, and they inspire me to keep going every single day. And what are their names? Oh, their names. The oldest one is 10, and her name is Lorena, and the youngest one is Angelis. She's five. And what inspires you about them? The fact that they're looking at, at me, um, and they're uh, always, like, want to do whatever I do. So if they see me doing my homework, they want to do their homework. 
if they see me going to school and working hard, they want to work hard. And now my oldest one is competing with me to be the principal's dean list. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> so look at you leading by example. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about who you are and what you're doing and what motivates you. Blanca and Laura have truly inspired me. I've met them back in 2012 and I have really seen them uh, really evolved throughout this time and I would really love for people who are listening to us to hear a little bit more about your journey how did you become like such amazing powerful leaders within our community here in Arizona so can you tell us a little bit about how did you get involved within the immigrant rights movement and now like what's your role at Aliento and what do you do okay so for all of those that don't know um Laura and I are sisters um and back in 2012, when uh, DACA was announced, we were looking for ways um, to get help to, to uh, get our DACA. And um, we went to lawyers, we made meetings, we uh, tried to figure out who was gonna be a little bit less money and everything, but it was three of us at the time and um, it was a lot of money. And we could not, we just couldn't afford it at that time. So let me interrupt you, but for those of you who do not know, just the filing fee, it's close to $500. So multiply that by three, that's like close to $1,500 for just the family to be able to get their tacas. Yeah, and then that didn't really include also the um, the lawyer's fees and everything. So we just, my dad was telling us, we got to do it, like we'll find a way. But we really didn't want to put that burden on him. So then my sister... So that's when I actually grabbed Blanca and I said, okay, I heard this on TV, we should go help them and we should volunteer and we should get involved. And that's when she was kind of not wanting to do it and then I kind of grabbed her by her arm and took her. So you literally dragged <laughs> Blanca to make sure that you could yeah, get it. <laughs> and now actually she's even more involved than me. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like we, uh, we first started with ADAC. Uh, we did a lot of volunteering. We helped them fill out applications. We were there a lot of the time. Like I think at back then it was like once a month that we had DACA drives, and we would participate in every single one. We would go for like long hours and. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but I remember I was the lead for No Dream Defer, which was a project with like three other ladies, uh, Diana, Lily, and Dulce. Shout out to you three if you're listening. But we, our first one was at Central High School, and I remember we had over 1,500 people showed up, and we helped 500 people go through the whole process. And we were there since like 5 a.m. in the yes. morning. <laughs> so then that's how you pretty much got involved in first seeing that you needed to apply for DACA, getting those resources, but I think it was amazing that you wanted to give back and making sure other people like you were able to apply for DACA and had reliable help to do that. So then let's fast forward a little bit more about 2016. I remember that we reconnected back after the election and there were a lot of feelings that there at that moment, but I think that this is kind of I like to see it kind of like before you were more behind the scenes. And I think that after the elections, I really started seeing you being more in the front, in the front uh, of the of the organizing and and really 
pretty much using your talents to help the community. Can you tell us a little bit about more your role with Aliento? What have you done and all that? Um, yes, well, when we reconnected, I remember um, when the election happened, I think um, I cried. Uh, like, as I said, I have two boys. Uh, well, I don't know if I mentioned I have two boys, and um, I remember my son, like, asking me what this meant. And, well, it was really hard to let him know, like, you know, there might be a case where we might be separated, um, telling him, explaining to him what was happening, and I felt like I needed to do more. Like, and it wasn't just for me now, it was going to be for for my sons to be able to stay together and to help families stay together mostly. And so that we could see like everything that we go through and I guess in reality, just helping each other. How about for you, Laura? I would say that same in 2016, it was good to have that conversation because that helped us like we didn't know what to do, we didn't know what to think. But after the election, we had this house meeting and mm -hmm. that's when um uh, it i feel i felt okay having that meeting because that helped me like to know that we're together in this and we're gonna find a way or like uh, support each other at least mm -hmm. and that's when we got back to you yeah and i think that at that moment there were a lot of like fears and anxieties of uncertainty but i think it was beautiful to like come together and process in community about our feelings and then learn how, how do we make sure that other people that are experiencing the same things are able to have that and i remember blanca you led a whole workshop and things like that in the school that you were entering and now you're doing a lot of good work with some students that we're going to be talking in a little bit yeah. Many people do not know, but Aliento actually has a team in North Phoenix. And the reason why is because these two amazing and incredible women, but also shout out to Rafa Vasquez, who has been part of making uh, PHX Aliento, right? So tell us a little bit more about what is PHX or the acronym for Phoenix Aliento. And I know you are in North Phoenix. What do you do there? Who are you working with? Bring us a little bit more into that space. So first, we have we have switched our um, our directions like a few times because of the um, political um, climate climate uh, that has happened for the last uh, three or four years, and so that's why we we first started. We wanted to do um, DACA awareness in schools so that teachers will know what DACA is and how to help their students. That's what we wanted it to do first. And we were working so hard on it and we were like, we were about to start, but then uh, DACA got... Um, resented, Yeah, so that's when we had to switch the whole, um, our whole uh, main point. And then I think um, um, one thing she forgot to mention is we were tr hoping and uh, getting ice out of um, schools. Mm -hmm. That was what we were really trying to work with. Uh, also, DACA awareness, but we wanted to work with the north side because, um, as you know, Aliento is over here in Mesa, and a lot of its work is over here, and we felt like there was not enough work over there. Um, a lot of people didn't even know 
about their rights or the things that were going on over there. So that's how we started one. And just for people to know who are not in Arizona, North Phoenix is predominantly very split. Many people do not know about this, but it's very segregated. There's a large Latino population, mainly Mexican, and then there's a large wealthy um, Anglo community or white community. And many people always have this perception about North Phoenix being where the wealthy people are at. There's a lot of snobby people, but people don't know or tend to overlook about that there's close to 30% of the Latino community there, if I'm not mistaken. And there's a lot of need that typically gets to be overlooked because it's not in the high areas like South Phoenix or West Phoenix or Maryvale per se. So what do you do there and why there? Okay, and then now, today, um, we work, like she mentioned, with Rafael Vasquez. He's an amazing teacher and amazing partner in volunteering with. Um, we are we started working with children, actually, uh, in the middle school ages, and um, we have been working with them for about a year now. We've done a lot of um, allies training. We've taken them to um, seminars. Mm -hmm. to seminars uh, to learn a little bit more about history and what has happened and how things happen so that they're more informed. I just feel like in our community, if our youth is informed, they can actually get involved and help because ultimately they are going to be our, um, our future. And if we can get them involved now, it's going to be better. Yeah, and so, they're our future and our present, right? Like that, they, That's what I was going to say. They will grow up to be better um, better people here uh, that we live with and they're going to make this a better place to live. And they are truly amazing. They um, they have committed their time. They go after school. They've committed on their weekends. They truly inspire me and they make me see that there is hope in our future and that with investing our time in their future is actually going to benefit everyone. And if you heard some kids, we have now Patiño, who pretty much brought us our chicken teriyaki now. So don't mind him. We're going to carry on. But something that is super exciting about the work that you both are leading with Rafa, shout out to our teachers out there about engaging middle schoolers, about reminding them that they have a voice. And a lot of them lived in mixed status families. A lot of them have a brother or a sister who's a DACA recipient. And this is really hitting them home. So the fact that you are are giving them the skills and the tools and just creating a space for them to talk about these issues that sometimes they don't get to talk about it at school. It really empowers them to take the lead and, and reminding them that their voice matters. Yeah. Anything else that you would like to tell us, maybe like a little story that really motivated you with the students or anything that they have said or moved you? I think um, Every little, every time that I spend with them, it really motivates me because just hearing them and seeing how empowered they're getting through being with us and just spending that time, it, it's really inspiring. And I think um, one of my favorite times was they, we've gotten so close to the point where they know how they can joke with me. And um, they told me, well, Miss Blanca, because that's what they call me, <laughs> what would you do if I dropped out? And I said, no, you're not dropping out of high school or anything and then so that showed them that I I care and that Mr. Rafael Vasquez cares and they were just like okay we can do it we can actually become someone what about you Laura tell me about a story that really like it's in your mind I know there's many I know it's hard mm -hmm. to choose but tell us one 
For me, what inspires me is uh, the fact that they're always on time. We're adults and we're always like kind of running uh, late or just like to make it on time. And when you see them, it's inspiring to see that they get there like half an hour before that time that we yes. are supposed to be there and I'm like oh my gosh I can like I'm five minutes before and then I feel bad <laughs> and then I learn from them I need to be here earlier yeah. and we were actually um we went out with Mr. Vasquez to uh, the Red for Ed I took them and um we said we're gonna meet at this time and that's when we we're gonna get there I was five minutes late <laughs> And um, they talked to me, and they were like, we were here since 7.30. And I was just like, oh, my goodness. But that shows just how much they're willing to do. And how invested they are, right? And when we, sometimes we say, oh, our youth or our children, they don't care. They don't want to be involved. They don't care about this. But when you actually talk about things that matter to them, they will rise up to the occasion and they will make things happen. So thank you so much for sharing a little bit about North Phoenix and, and what's happening there with the amazing work that you're doing with middle schoolers. I am so excited for everything that we have discussed today. Thank you for sharing your stories, for inspiring me, but also for inspiring our audience. And if you are out there hearing to or listening to our podcast and you do not know how to get involved and you just want a piece of advice from Blanca and Laura, listen now because they're going to tell us how can you get involved and what can you do. Well, first of all, you guys can join Aliento, and it's so easy. You can just go to uh, our website, which is uh, alientoac.org, and you can just go to the volunteer sign-up link, and then uh, you can put in your information there and uh, check whatever... Um, your interest is, you can, yeah. if you're interested in arts, maybe you're interested in working with youth or political campaigns, you can do it all at Aliento. When you go to the volunteer sign up, it tells you what is your interest level. We also have a cool digital organizing and creative team that you can also join. So just go to the website and find it there. But maybe Aliento is a little too far, or maybe they're in the East Coast. What can they do to get involved and if they don't want to do it with Aliento per se? Um, you can definitely find an organization that's like Aliento in whatever area you live in. And then if um, you can't find an organization, you can always work on um, making your own spaces in your community. So thank you so much, ladies, for today. We are encouraging you that you don't have to know everything in order for you to start a group or start a chapter that is helping your community. We are encouraging you to send us our, your questions if you want. You can contact us through the alientoac.org website. But something that I really want to highlight is how inspiring these women are. They are not only DACA recipients and they're impacted, but they're mothers and they find the time to give back to their community because they know that their work matters. So if you're listening to us and you've been too afraid to do something, this is your opportunity to step up and to do something for your community. So if you liked our podcast, we're asking you to please leave us a little bit of words of feedback in the link below. Make sure that you're letting us what what is the interest that you want to hear about. We're going to be recording our ne next podcast and we're hoping you join us next month. We're also asking you to please pitch in. This costs money to make it work. So make sure that you 
give us a little bit of money you can go through our website and then it has like a little donate button that you can do it's super easy once again you go to alientoac.org and don't forget to just ask questions if you want to start your own organization or you want to join aliento we'll be happy to get back to you and give you some tips but thank you so much for coming through today and we'll hear you until next time thank you bye everyone